the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Football Show. I am a returning co-host. My name is Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. I'm joined by a lovely friend in soccer and chaos, Bridget. And sometime during this recording, hopefully, you know, Eric shows up after um, we get to figure, and we can ask him about how crepes were. How is it, is it crepes? <laughs> yeah. Or crepes? Is it crepes? Right? Crepes? Right? Yeah. Well, I, I always pronounce it as crepes. Crepe, crepes is the like the French pronunciation. Is it? I uh, I didn't know. So it's crepes. I mean, here we call them crepes. Crepes. Okay. Yeah, crepes. Well, whatever. I mean, he's Dago, he's eating. Dago makes yeah, Dago <laughs> makes really good pastries. So that's one of the things. So, so hopefully we'll be able to hear from more of that. Uh, but uh, let's start with just a check in. How are you, Bridget? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, a little hot. Um, headed down to Rochester today to hang out in the 90 degree heat and watch some some Aurora. Um, is is that field? Is that is that grass or is that that is turf surrounded oh, by metal bleachers? Oh, jeez. Um, kind of in the middle of nowhere with no cover whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, exactly where you want to be on a ninety degree day with high humidity. <laughs> so literally, it's like it's like a car with leather yeah. seats it's, and the sun it's just a shining at it. It's a heat yeah. box. Holy yeah. cow! Yep. yep. Oh boy. So. So um, yeah. So um, yeah. So I guess is is it going to be turf burn or like sunburn when you like slide on those things or just bows? Gonna... <laughs> it's you won't be able to tell the difference between. That's right. You're just gonna hear this the searing of uh. Of, You'll just of... hear a little sizzle every time. <laughs> Great, Aurora. I hope you uh, hope you guys are ready. But there's like a there's like a bus that leaves the black heart. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way over there. It's like you gotta pay like thirty dollars, thirty-five dollars. I mean, we would usually go, but G has a tournament today, so uh, I mean, I work in the evening, so yeah, no, no go on yeah. that. But when we can make it work, we're definitely gonna go because it's only like an hour drive, so that's should be yeah, fun. it's it's not bad at all. I'm I'm driving down. I'm probably gonna grab um one of my coolers and uh stop and get some ice and some cold drinks so we can sit in the parking lot and cool down a little bit afterwards but um yeah no definitely yeah yeah no. well it, it we'll should be a fun time to, yeah yeah we look forward to you reporting um and um and all the good stuff uh but uh let's see check on me i've been off for a while i've got lots of things going on soccer season's full bloom uh isa watches back um celebrated her birthday my dad's birthday um just overall, it's just been really busy, and so yeah. and I don't I don't expect it to to slow down at least. 
uh, for a while just because after, you know, soccer is over, I get a break, but then um, getting ready for high school soccer starts. So that's, that's the thing. So yeah, that's never my ends. life, you know, it never ends, never ends. So, so that's the good thing. And, um, you know, just trying to keep myself busy. Does not mean that I do, I do miss being here. It doesn't mean that I don't, it's just that I'm just so busy just to, like, <laughs> you know, I just got to figure things out. So um, I'm glad to be back for this month. Session yeah. and see how else we'll we'll handle that from around. But let's go ahead and just let's start talking about you know. Um, let's talk about the loons just to start off. On Wednesday, um, they were in Austin, and um, they lost two to one. Um, but it was just one of those. It's just it was just I don't know. Like here's one of the things that I hope the MLS does at the when they assess scheduling this year is like, you know, it's like three games in a week is literally absurd. Like Uh it should not be legal at all. Like people are in like, sure. You, you, you want to do that. I understand TV. I understand all this other stuff. I get it. Right. That's your money. They're trying to make money. But at the same time, like, you know, either you, Make the make the roster twenty four on the bench, <laughs> or or you know, or just start scheduling. You know, I don't know, one game a week maybe, maybe yeah. tops two, but not three. Yeah. I mean, the Loons played Wednesday, and then they played Saturday, and they played <laughs> the weekend before. It's like uh-huh. it's insane. Like it's it's, and it's that's, that, and that's how it's gonna be for the next you know month. Um. Well, tapers off a little bit this month, I think. But yeah, well, yeah, there, was, but, there uh, was a full month of that. But yeah, I mean, when they're trying to cram games in uh, to take all these long breaks for uh, qualifiers and Leagues Cup and all these other competitions, and they want to get involved in more competitions. And like, how? We, we have such a small window um, here in the States for uh for league play they gotta pick one to focus on but um yeah i mean every team's in the same boat so it's uh that's where we get some interesting kind of slappy play and some uh some interesting shift changes and uh or lack of changes you know subs (laughs) yeah the the american craze that's taken over (laughs) soccer substitutions like no one does that anywhere else right i mean yeah let's not not sub anyone in guys look at they're gonna pass out as they're running yeah let's just make them run again you know it's good for them builds character keep going just keep going just keep going yeah i know so like yeah i mean you know, honestly, like when I saw this this week <laughs> on the calendar for in the games, and I was like, "Yeah, this is going to be a horrible week for technical work." Mm-hmm. <laughs> the tire legs are just not going to be going to be super sloppy, and you know, like it isn't that the loons aren't putting in the effort. You can see the effort, yeah. But again, we can't finish with anything, and when you have uh, Harry Potter. 
um, Stuber in the freaking goal. Like, you know, <laughs> he calls every spell he can to block shots from Bongi and everyone else, uh-huh. you know, and it's just, it's just one of those things that, you know, um, didn't go your way. You could see the effort, but again, like the lack of creativity and the lack of just um, doing all the other stuff is just, it just gets to gets to a point. So it's always disappointing to lose, but um, there's always a I don't know I don't want to say like a good way to lose, but you know there's always some positives to take from any yeah, situation. Exactly, so, and that's what you thought you were going to have uh, moving into Saturday's game, in which uh, Minnesota United uh, played the very controversial and TMZ of the current league, uh, Toronto. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you read up on all the other stuff that's been happening in Toronto. Like, if you if you look at the athletic, right? They uh, yeah, have a it, whole story. It's I was nuts. able to skim that one, and it just it kept, is nuts. I, like, I need to sit down. I need to carve out a couple hours to just right. No, it's like it's that, like but... it's like it's it's like a mini short story. Like yeah. seriously, yeah, it's crazy what what's going on. People don't trust uh, Bradley Junior. Or talk around Bradley Jr. because you know they have fear that they're going to report to Bradley Senior. Uh-huh. Uh, DP players don't really want to play or are complaining about how much money they're making. <laughs> what what? It's just it's just literally a telenovela, and I don't know how much longer that's going to last because they are not doing well. As if anyone wants to find out where TFC is in the uh, standings, I believe. Um, you know, they are in the, the bottom. bottom of the table. Yeah, the bottom of the table, right? Yep. Yeah, so so that's pretty much how, how things have been going for, for for them. And they spent a lot of money. They're currently sitting 12 in the Eastern Conference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bunch of other stuff that's been going on that, you know, but with all the money you spent, you, you'd expect to at least be, you know, seventh right not fully well and i mean i mean look at loons being in seventh but there are two points separate if you just look on points and between the two sides two points that's all that's that's the gap between the loons and toronto um and we've talked about how tight things are in the west anywhere anyway where three points like either puts you mid table or at the bottom um that's the same yeah the same in the east uh and you know all it takes is one or two decent results to go your way to to jump up uh to mid table so um i mean they could they could still it could still break for them and and they could jump up will it i yeah kind of doubt it at this point right but yeah um, and i think i think that's one of the things too is just that you know you're right you know it's not it three points like right now in the in in the western conference three points is literally can get can move you from 11th to 7th yeah (laughs) and so yeah so it's very tight still you know one third of the season's pretty much over um and Hopefully we'll we'll be able to see some changes. You know, it's it's nice to to see that 
Ray and the bossy are getting training time in. So I'm mostly <laughs> excited about the bossy just because that would really um, bolster our defense and not have to have people collapsing after games. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think that's one of those things that you just don't want. And, and, and not saying that we'll use that death, but you know, that's you want to at least have it there. Right. Yeah, so you don't right. have to force these guys through it. Yep. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's their job to be fit for that, but there's also, you know, the point that they, I mean, you shouldn't have to, you know, be played all out three games in a week. Um, and if you're continually being put in that position, things tend to go wrong at some point. And so it's good to have, good to have some backup there. Um, I mean, we saw a little bit of that depth uh, yesterday's game. Uh, I believe I, so I wasn't watching the, the Austin game on Wednesday because I was at Aurora, which we'll get to, but um, some of that depth was required there as well um, in order to, to get those results. So Yeah. By the way, a big shout out to the Wonderwall for the yes. amazing – uh, T4 they had for the home opener. I mean the home opener, but the home game. Because <laughs> um, it was it was great. I love that T4. Like it literally become my my favorite T4. You belong here, uh, specifically. And uh, was this was well? I'm Pride Night for the Loons. Is that correct? Right. Yep. This is Pride yep. Night. Yeah. So that was that was great. Um, I love seeing that thing go up. It's like I rewatched the the GIF uh, or GIF. <laughs> If you prefer, um, over and over, just just going up and going up, going up. It's just it's it's great to see, and like you know, you could totally tell that these two teams were like tired, sloppy. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it there were some really sloppy plays, and and um, just it's just you could totally tell that it was just like third game, one week, let's just get through the motions kind of thing. Which is and the, I, and to yeah. see them both at the whistle, both sides just like collapse to the ground, exhausted. Um, yeah, at the end, I, yeah, that was yeah, the... like I, watching on the broadcast, trainers go rushing into Bongi as he just throws himself down on his back and he's panting, and they kept checking on him, and he's like, "No, no, I'm good, just like <laughs> just trying to catch my breath here, like." Just laying when on the Bongi ground goes down because he's not fit, that's 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 a, that's a scary situation. <laughs> that's I mean, they were all just exhausted and yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, when you're when you're tired and then you go into that humidity last night, um, and you know doing that for ninety plus minutes, uh, it's a it's a different level. So, um, but yeah, that was it was like the perfect uh, yeah. illustration of. <laughs> Of what, what this last month has done to yeah. every team. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the 57th minute, uh, Insignia um, scored a goal. One of the DPs that's uh, profiled in the athletic uh, telenovela that was that you should read because it's a great read. Uh, but then one of the things that people were wondering because uh, uh, Emmanuel Reynoso was on the 18, um, he came in in the 64. Uh, 64th minute and um, I believe people were happy about that and I can totally see why because we just don't have any (laughs) creative force in that matter especially since we're the last lewd and um, 
and just overall the trying to play SPJ in, in as a 10 is not really working um um and so it's it's kind of hard trying to figure out who who's going to be their creative and for the first 15 minutes nobody knew he was there because he wouldn't <laughs> pass him the ball so like i kind of want to say that this this is like either they forgot he was there or they were sending a message in a sense kind of thing it's either one of those things i'll i'll, I'll let people decide like yeah it was, was kind of interesting um and i i mean i i think they've gotten to a point where they've they've gone without him up there for long enough that uh i mean you, and maybe maybe that was part of the game plan like just have him in there um he was uh he's a bit of a target as usual for oh, the other team boy. um yeah and you've got uh saying ben was starting up top as the nine and um they kind of let him you know lead some play as if he were playing the 10 uh so they were kind of shuffling that you know that front four and uh ray definitely mixed things up he was a bit of a decoy um he did uh, just take control a few times in, in midfield. He's definitely, you can tell, he's not not quite himself. He's he's still got some, I mean, the footwork's there uh, when he has the ball in tight spaces. But uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a bit. Um, but even right. on the broadcast, you could tell that when he was announced, the place just exploded. Like everyone cheering to see him back so right and like you know like i've said this before is like it's up to reynoso to win the locker room if he loses that locker room it's a whole different game we've seen this before when someone um loses a locker room pretty much means you're out you know you're not (laughs) not, they're not gonna do that speaking of people being out there was a um there was a striker for minnesota minnesota loons that wasn't in the 18 um and do you remember who that was, Bridget? No. Who was yeah, that? It, it was it was our our very own um three-time repeater who I believe all owes West 21 goals with interest. Uh Luis Amarilla uh literally was uh traded to well, is he is it final? I think no. so, right? No, not yet, no. but he's he's being traded. The works is being traded to Mazatlan, where our famous uh, Benedetti also plays. <laughs> so, like, if we ever needed uh, to keep an eye on that, that's something to to do. Um, and unfortunately, we talked about how like um, Heath has project players. Mm-hmm. Um, we can we can totally see Dunlady was a project player, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with project players. No. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I actually, you know, I think that's that, that that's good in our coach to see the potential in someone and trying to get them there. But there's, there comes a time where like you under, you have to understand that it's not working and it's not going to work. That's your your project player cannot be your mm-hmm. uh, every match starter uh, who never gets subbed out um just to see if you know someday maybe he can get a goal mm, right. <laughs> um, i mean he scored yeah. two goals on pks this season but you also know who scored two goals so far and gets less playing time hmm. rosales yep so there you go so the 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 rumor is that the the it's in the works hopefully 
um, the loons get to get some money off. They need that DP spot if they're trying to um, trying to bring in another striker because that's what we do uh, on transfer windows. All we bring yep. is strikers. The DP uh, spot and the international spot. Uh, yep. They also waived Daniel Henry, um, who we haven't seen all season. Right? He put yeah. in, I think, one performance for the uh, the right? second. Yeah. 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 Um, so that opens up that's, an international spot as well. Yep. And so I think that's all the moves that are going in the direction that who's the rumor striker that they're trying to get? Uh, Timu Puki from Finland, uh, former Norwich striker, I believe. Um, there, somebody said they thought they saw him at Allianz last night, but I mean, someone else pointed out that. There's a whole lot of Scandinavian men here who yeah, look similar. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you saw someone that looks like him? I was like, great. <laughs> there's there's a whole lot of yeah. Finnish men walking around Allianz. So, yep, Finnish um, bloodline men that are walking around Allianz with, you know, I don't know, facial hair? A little, I mean, yeah, yeah, with a little scruff and, a, and short hair because, yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah, summer. It's, it's literally 87% of like the men population in Minnesota. So yeah. If you de- if you describe the man, it's like, okay, well, that narrows it down to uh, you know, 15,000 people in the stadium. Um that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we'll see. I mean, there there's some strong links there. And and again, uh that's gonna draw some more criticism as well. The dude is uh 30 something. Um I want to say he's my age, 32, 33, um, and hasn't produced all that much for the last couple of years. Uh, he did, I mean, we heard his name a lot. If you're watching World Cup and watching uh, uh, finish side through the World Cup, uh, his name came up a lot. He's, he kind of, I kept forgetting that he was a striker. He kind of turns into that midfielder who's just, you know, trying to make things happen, trying to keep things together in the squad. Um, so, I mean, it's not like they're bringing in, uh, you know, someone coming off of a prolific scoring career, uh, you know, fresh, fresh off the score sheet somewhere else. So um, if it's him, we'll see. Uh, it could be kind of another, another project, could be another um insert striker name here um we will see i would think in the next oh, we should hear in the next few days here yeah today's sunday give it a couple of days and we'll see uh what those moves are and, right. and how mazalan right. shakes out as well yep i mean we always recommend to follow our friend mark fragmeyer on twitter he's the watch <laughs> he's a watch man yeah um, he needs to put batteries on his benedetti watch but uh, uh-huh. there's hope for him yet so you you want to find out follow him he's always good about what's going on with that stuff in addition to that i also wanted to congratulate uh paddle for for getting you know yeah. mls their mls time you know um um you know and so that's always good it's a great memory for that to happen so was happy about that uh but was and also how, even happier that quick. we tied the game yeah yeah how quick did that kid grow that mustache for his debut? Oh, that, like, that's that's painted. That that's not painted, but it's like one of those double gluey sticky thingies. Yeah, that's, it's gotta be. I, when they were showing the 
the video of all the outfits as they're walking into the stadium. I was like, wait, who is that guy? Is because that the last guy? time I saw him, he was like fresh face, like kid looks, looks like he's the age to be playing on MNUFC too, which he was. Um, and it turns out it's been like, all right. Um, so yeah, good, good to see him uh, get into the game, get a debut and he looked good. Um, got some nice touches. Got some got some nice blocks in. Uh, it's kind of an interesting time to throw him in. But I, I mean, mean, that's depth. So that's. I mean, that's that's Heath mo. Like sometimes he just likes to yeah. throw the young the young guys in to figure out if they can handle something, right? Yeah. The pressure mostly, I think it is, and that's how DJ Taylor got his. True. Got, True. Got in that. But in the 89th minute, and amongst all the tiredness of legs and just it becoming super sloppy, Kervin Ariaga scores a really nice. Uh, was it kind of like it was bouncing the ball around, and he just it's just a rebound yeah, shot that he took, he, and he yeah. he got the last look at it and mm. nailed it. Yeah, um, and I really loved the celebration where he just ran and slid on his knees to the corner flag. <laughs> It's just screaming he gets, like he's he gets mad. so excited and and I love it. It's always you know yeah, it's always like an angry. Yeah. Morgan Weaver from Portland Thorn. Whenever she scores, oh. it looks like she's gonna turn into like she just screams and she's she mm-hmm. looks like tons of fun. That's so, yeah. yeah. That's what I would I, that's what I, I I reminded me of that. Um it's funny because he's one of those guys who seems like um he's so quiet uh and, and seems really shy and uh you don't see a whole lot of them um in like the team videos and stuff it's a little bit more uh this year i think in the last month or two but yeah he he's a whole different whole different beast on the field yeah uh, similar to boxy in that mm-hmm. sense right like totally different guy off the pitch um yeah so it's it's fun to get to see him get some goals uh and he had a he had a pretty solid game too, so yeah. I mean, he needed that goal. To be honest, yeah, he has a, yeah. he, his performance has been up and down. So to get a tying goal in the 90th minute, I mean, as a young kid, you know, usually we're like, that's the dream to score a winner, but mm-hmm. a tie is is is, is good as well. That's I mean, right. the way yeah. that the place just exploded for that. Yeah, it's any goal is a is a good goal. Exactly. It doesn't matter how it goes in because in the MLS, there's some really weird goals that happened this year, this, 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 this last uh, match day. Um, but just look at it, you know, like if you look at it, you know, this is probably the first time I've seen us actually have like 50% possession, right? Yeah. Always in the thirties or forties. Right. But this is one of those games and you, that's how you knew how sloppy this was. This is like, that's <laughs> exactly. It's 50-50, right? We sh- we had and, and so shots. much of it, so much of it was just like handing the ball over, like yeah, you know what? Like, it's your, you turn. You, your turn. You run with this thing for a little yeah. while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did, a, had I did a scissors here. Can you do a scissors on the way back, please? <laughs> exactly. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but like <laughs> yeah. twenty it's shots. A game, it's a game of horse back yeah. and mm-hmm. forth. Uh, yeah. You know, eighty-five percent passing accuracy, which is, I think, I don't know, the most we've had in a while. I mean, I think yeah, it's like uh, it's, it's rarely above like seventy. Yeah. So, um, and and some of the quality of shots. I mean, Will Trap had a couple just 
they would have been bangers. They turned into howlers. Um, a lot of like wide right, uh, a lot of balls that should have gone in. But uh, credit to them for taking shots rather than doing a long cross into the box and hoping that someone was there. Yeah, which is how it was for the first 10, 20 minutes of the game. Um, a lot of crosses into wide open space where nobody had bothered to run, um, expecting someone to be there. Um, so to see them finally take all those shots, second half, especially in the last like 20 minutes, um, that was nice. So, yep. I mean, were they necessarily the best times, but the best no. selected? No, but I, I think it's probably uh, I prefer, I prefer that to, mm-hmm. you know, some, some of the play in the first half and some other games that we've seen. Yeah. Well, overall, I mean, that puts the loons in seven still. So, yep. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good that, and then they have players coming back. So, you know, Reynoso being inserted into the team, um, but I'm in the bossy and then, um, you know, other people will be will be will, will be returning, and who knows who we get. So I mean, that's this is the you know getting close to the dog days of summer. So it's just going to be <laughs> one of those 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 grinders where you, where you gotta figure it out. And um, yeah, you know, it's not gonna get seventh, any easier. So seventh gets you into the playoffs. So there you go. I mean, so, so right now you know that that do that. But let's move on to um, let's move on to some Aurora news. So, um, and then I'll go, actually, no, let's go over this FC Cincinnati like stat. Uh, cause we all talked about how Cincy used to, you know, not be great and they're laughing stuck in the meme of the league for, I don't know, four years, it feel like. But this, this Cincinnati team is, is good. And, um, as you can see, uh, they have the, they, they have the most, most points in 2023, 39 points. Uh, they have 12 wins, which is also the most in the season. Uh, 11 games unbeaten and nine straight home wins, tied second best start ever. So, hats off to Cincinnati. They're literally a, unstoppable. If you talk to NYCFC fans, there's a video out there where they're arguing with James Sands about being fed up. And we can talk about that whole video some other time. But yeah, that's how. That's what Cincinnati can do to you. Just make you make yep. you super angry um, that you're playing them. Just but think of that trajectory. About, Such an incredible yeah. trajectory. I mean, wow. Very impressive. Eric yes. made it. Hi. Hola. Okay. Is it, is it, okay. We, we had a question. Is it crepes or crepes? Le crepe. Yeah. The crap. That's in French though, right? But in English, they call it crepes. That's right. Okay. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why make the english language much harder for us trying to survive into this language yep you know yeah always like craps yep like this is not you know crabs but yeah. crap <laughs> the crabs so, what you eating crabs give me some like crabs. crabs give me some crabs yeah all right but let's yeah, jump into it. aurora so Please. like um i wanted to say there's a uh, one of my favorite pictures i took this summer so far has been when Eric, myself, Corey, and Wes, like, all somehow were able to meet our multi-universe, our multiverse lines That's, connected to, at one point. I haven't one point. seen you all in the same place in 
quite some time. <laughs> yeah. So like it was nice to be able to get that get that get that photo in. So it was nice to be able yeah. to see some of those folks. The, the um, back of the CD uh, band photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing too is like you know it, it's uh, it's Aurora season time and dear Lord is it is it so much fun just to be in that stadium and just walk mm -hmm. around and run into people. Like I think one of the games, um, uh, I have pictures on my phone that I have not posted on social media. But like, DSC showed up, yeah, and and you know, he was taking pictures with fans and he was watching the game and like he literally he has he had this one security guard with him. It was kind of funny because like everyone would come up to him, right? But the security guard was just standing there looking at his phone, like, aren't you supposed to like you know? you know like i'm getting paid for this like fools <laughs> <laughs> like this is trying to trying to watch the game take pictures and someone come up to me and goes hey can we take a picture and he's like sure right because dsc's got the 90s uh style lokes in the you know, mm -hmm. his sunglasses backwards in the back of his head you know you're like dang this kid's doing throwbacks to the 90s i was like wow this is cool and so like it was literally right after that that i realized that wes and you guys were down there and after that i went down there to hang out but i was like that was so cool because he stayed there for like 10, 15 minutes and then he just walked off and like nobody bothered him. He just like a yeah. regular person just walking down the street, ducking down the parking lot. And I was like, I was yeah, say, that's got to be a go ahead. Uh, you see him there. You see uh, Boxy is always there with his girls. He's he was one of the first uh, community owners. Um, a bunch of these uh, guys on the on the loon squad have bought in and and are showing their support. So, yeah, um, good to see one of the one of the younger uh, one of the younger kids come in as well. I was just gonna say, if you're in the bodyguard business, that's got to be like the dream assignment. It's like, oh yeah, please put put me on the Minnesota United player that nobody's gonna care about, and I can just right, scroll on yeah. my phone for eight hours and get paid. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, let's take it to the Wednesday match of Rodrigo or Bridget. I mean, this this thing was, whoo, goodness. Whoever wants it. I'll, I'll just start with the score, then you guys can, like, break it down a little bit if you want. But uh, sure. we, we, we went double digits, <laughs> listeners and, and colleagues here. I mean, this does not happen that often. We we joke about it a lot on this program, but it was realized by Minnesota Arroyo. Uh, 10 nil. I'll say it again. 1-0, 10 nil on your uh wisconsin third coast there uh i know there was at least one brace hansen had the brace hansen um, had the hat trick had the hat trick thank you thank you yeah goodness anyway take it from there i, I mean to to be honest with you it's like you know aurora is kind of like the one, one of the greatest stories in the uslw and RKC is like they're they're a solid team, but it's like you can totally tell when like you invest from the beginning into your club or into your team the results that you can get. And it felt really bad because they only had what like three subs and one of them was a goalkeeper. Two, <laughs> Two yeah, and one of them was a goalkeeper. So it's like it's like it's like you knew from the beginning. Well, that's, I mean, it's, it's the difference that you see between a lot of these sides yeah. because RKC is drawing. It's, it's all like local younger talent. Um, they, and they've been, this is their first season in USLW, but they've been around in, in WPSL um, for years. Um, 
but it's all like D2, D3 players. Um, whereas, I mean, Aurora's got a good spread, D1, D2, D3, as well as current and former pros. A um, lot of youth, a lot of experience, veteran players as well. Uh, and and they had this depth and the resources to travel with that depth. Um, yep. Third Coast drove in vans to the game. They they don't have a bus. Um, that's why they were limited to like 14 people, including the coach, um, because they just don't have the resources to get people to away games. Right. Um, so that's it's kind of the difference that you're seeing um, in this league and, and within each division as well. And I mean, we've, I think, um, maybe talked about it on here, but it's been mentioned a bit um, as the season was getting started. The California divisions that are new this year have teams like San Francisco Glens, which which has played, well, it might be seven this weekend, seven games already, because um, obviously California can start a season a little bit earlier than we can. Um, but they're, they're putting up uh, six, seven goals a game. Uh, I think even a nine goal to zero game because they've got players from UCLA and um, all of the top D1s. Yep. And mm-hmm. then you have your local teams. Um, that division has a team that's very similar to RKC, you know, a bunch of, bunch of younger players, fewer resources. And that's uh, the spread that we're seeing in this league. So, yep. mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's great to see more and more teams being able to make that leap to W league, but then there's that massive gap in resources as well. Yep. Or they just don't have the funding. I mean, it's RKC went from being a a summer club um, to playing W league and it's going to take a bit. It's going to take a um, a while to, and, and maybe, and maybe some rules to balance that out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. Go to the I think it's 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 you know like as a person who's been involved with soccer and a person who's coach you know like this is what the league this is what the league hands you and this is what you what you're going to get. There's no shame from RKC showing up and continuing to play hard because they were playing hard when they got the ball. They were trying to make those runs and shoot, and there were times where they were possessing the ball more. Uh, but it's 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 an uphill climb. To, and, and I think the score reflected that. Uh, um, and it's the same thing in any, you know, when you go into a tournament, local tournament, you'll have teams that get blown out by, you know, that kind of amount of money. And they get blown out by like 10 goals or more. Uh, and, you know, people always have a conversation, well, should you have your, a mercy rule? And you're like, well, if you were like a youth team, yeah, probably you could have that conversation more deeper. But when these are almost, you know, pro professional players and teams, yeah. it, it just really goes out the window, right? Like your job is to show up and 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 win. And if you can win by as many goals that you can, then you'll do that. And there should be no shame in, in doing that. And there should be no shame right. in losing by that mo- amount too as well too. You, you kind of covered it. That's I was going to go there. Uh, one of our esteemed listeners made made a, made a comment to that point that the 10 is just too much and there should be a mercy rule or whatever. I think that was the implication at least, but uh, yeah, you covered it there. Uh, I'm, I'm I mean, curious, Bridget, of, of your opinion, I'll, maybe I'll throw it to you since Rodrigo already responded. What, what do you think of that? Do you agree with what he said? 
Yeah, because I mean, this is uh, this isn't you know just some some club ball where you're out there to to get minutes and some experience. Uh, it's that plus um, wanting to to get results. And sure, you could back off a little bit, but is that respectful to the other team? Like, if you're like, okay, well, you only brought twelve players, we're gonna like take it down a notch and. And um, <laughs> it, is it respectful to the other team to back off? Like they, I don't think they wanted to, you know, play a team that just goes flat in the second half. Um, some people on Twitter also suggested like maybe you switch your focus in the in the second half to like not scoring. Lukic put in all of her subs, <laughs> like she made all seven changes going into the second half um, using her depth players. Uh, she also started a couple uh, more second string um, players in the first half as well, but um, she was able to make all seven changes and kind of change uh, the focus, which was kind of a little bit more, a little bit more passing, a little more, um, they had been working on shooting from distance rather than just shooting from within the box. And they started doing that. Yep. Um, it's not their fault that, you know, the, the keeper who'd been sitting on the bench, um, and coming in for the second half as their lone sub. It's not their fault that she couldn't get to every, every ball. Like they're, they're out there playing their game and developing and yeah, it's, it's W league. It's not like some summer rec league ball like yeah. you you go for results yeah and i guess that's... a key point the subs can, can you tell me i i wasn't there i had class and family in and everything um what was the split in goals between first and second half do either of you remember uh it, it was, was like six five. goals in the, yeah, six it was half, six yeah. in the first half um and then it uh the second half i think they were all within like the first 20 minutes so last, I think the last goal went in at like 73rd, 74th minute, something like that. So yeah. it slowed down. Yeah, I think um, it was like the 63rd minute, the, the last yeah. goal went in. Because so. I they were all like so close. Like we hadn't finished like taking notes and identifying like <laughs> and everything before the next goal would go in. Like I think, I think the funniest we're thing. sitting there replaying the last one on Mark's screen as he's like pulling clips for equal time and and we'd hear Jake, the play-by-play guy, scream a name. We're like, oh, okay, yeah. another one went in. I, I, think I didn't watch that one. <laughs> of course, like on Wednesdays, usually I coach. So then like I, I get there, you know, 20 minutes late. So and you're I'm like, walking. oh, four zero. <laughs> no, and I, and I, it was funny because I, I park in the farthest parking lot, right? The one by the yeah. stadium that goes up. So like it's a long yep. walk and I'm walking and all of a sudden I'm like, I get a text. It's like, oh, we're up one nothing. I was like, oh wow, okay, that took two minutes. I was like, okay, all right, well, I'll, I'll get there in fifteen. I watched another goal, <laughs> and you know, by the time I got there, there was it was two nothing, and you can hear the goals. I was, I was like, I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, I was like, what? This is not gonna no. But out of all the long shots that were taken, you know, a lot of people say Stone was the favorite. My favorite was uh, uh, Del Moral, just because they're the local kid, yeah. right? Yeah. And they don't get a lot of playing time. Yep. And first goal. And it was pretty. Um, yeah. And yeah. so I was I was really happy about that goal. Um, um, because I, you know, I believe that Aurora is, is, is trying to give people, especially local kids, you know, some shine and, and some playing time. And I think that was that was probably my favorite goal. Like all the other goals were great. Morgan Stone great was awesome. You know, Morgan's goal was awesome. 
Hansen just, you know, like no one could stop her? <laughs> yeah, Hansen's a poacher. I mean, it's not hard to be a poacher when you're being completely unmarked in the box. Um, RKC caught ball watching quite a few times, put six, six or eight players in the box to kind of bunker and defend, but then not no one wants to step to the ball. And Maya just walks right in there and one times. Like I think the first two, she just like one time them in front of the box. Um, and and a couple goals from distance, like Stones. Uh, and I think that's why that's why Stones is is kind of the favorite for a lot of people because it was just a blast from distance. Um, pretty similar to Kennedy Faulkner's goal yeah. um, in Chicago last weekend. Which but Kennedy is probably my favorite goal. I mean, um, that's 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 a top. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like what forty yards out. Uh, yeah, thirty something. Uh, wow, it was a thunder. What's it called? So we are thunder, at thunder bastard. thunder bastard. Thunder bastard. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Three games. I think I believe this puts them at nineteen goals. Nineteen goals. Yep. And zero conceded. What? Whew, good stuff. And they're. Uh, and- and speaking of RKC, I mean, this isn't the first time that they've been won't like their first two games, they were also blown out. Um 4-0 and 5-0, I think. Uh, and they've only scored one. So it's not it's not like this was a wasn't a huge shock that they come in yeah. and, and give up a bunch of goals. But what's going on today, Bridget? Because you are traveling with the team. Yeah, so, so they, tell us what's going on. They're playing in Rochester today against the uh, the other loons who Aurora hosted in home opener, um, that one was a 5-0 win for Aurora. So yep. uh, get the get the away leg today, um, 3.30. That'll be streaming on 11 Sports. The replay should be there as well. Um, I can't wait to – we should just call this the Hot Box Derby. That's what we should call yeah. it. I, like – I'm bringing a computer, but because I think I have access to the print. Don't let it melt. That's well, that's my concern. Like I'm tempted to just not bring it at all because I don't want to be stuck somewhere and like but then uh my phone is gonna overheat too. So <laughs> my uh I have this newer pixel, which is great, but it overheats like five times faster than any of my previous smartphones oh, yeah so there's gonna be um it's gonna be less i i might have to look into it because i've been on a couple of video calls recently like where i was in the sun but still sitting in ac and it overheated <laughs> i'm gonna interject really quick for our turkish listeners and everybody else like the, the temperature swings in the state of minnesota are drastic and kind of incredible we've had What's it been now? It's almost a week. I think four or five days yep. now in the 80s and 90s. Which it, is the what, like 32, 31? Yep, 33. Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. Yep. Um, but this is typically what we get like in, I don't know, mid to late July into August or whatever. Yep. It's, it's climate change is just like kicking it up to May and, and well, now early June. But uh, anyway, that's what Bridget and, then, and all of us are referring yeah. to. It's been really hot and, then and the 50s- humidity kicked in. At yeah. the moment, 56% humidity and a dew exactly. point of 61. And 61 is where you start to feel like you're just in a swamp. Um, yeah, I've had three days now where I thought about going out on the run and I like got about a couple blocks and I'm like, ah, this ain't happening. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. And uh, I don't know. We'll, 
main reason I'm going is because I have really good AC in my car. So I know I'll be down there for 90 minutes, two hours, and then I can jump in the car and just blast it for the, for the drive home. So, yep. um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. We'll see, um, see how the turf, uh, cleats fair today. Um, RCT, they play at Rochester community and technical college. And that's, uh, it's, you know, it's a football stadium with some metal bleachers and a and a turf Ooh. pitch and oh man, uh, that's it's, what a, we it's, a, it it's a nice box. looking yeah, it's a nice looking stadium, but it is a hot box. There's like no cover anywhere. Mm. Uh, crack, crack your eggs and then do your your scrambled eggs on, on top of the bleachers. Just totally and do that. That would, <laughs> that would be some good. That would be some good content. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Now my Talk my phone would overheat yeah. while I'm trying mm. to while I'm trying to film that. Yep. Yeah, Mark. Mark's bringing an umbrella and a cooler, and he's like, "I need to get some video and do it before my phone explodes." Yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be, be mm-hmm. uh, today's coverage is going to be limited. <laughs> um, awesome. I might be taking notes with the with the pencil and some paper um, ah, to, to to deal with later. Uh, but yeah, no, it'll, yeah, be, hopefully, it'll be fun. Hopefully, the press box will be air conditioned, but. We'll see. I, I mean, at least it'll be shade. Well, that's better than nothing. Right. We'll be curious to get your comments. Uh, curious. I don't even know what I said there. We'll be curious Good to get key. your comments next time, next week. Yeah, it just bleh, came out. Um, let's yeah, wrap we'll up have local stuff. Next, Go ahead. Well, next, so next weekend we'll have, we'll have two games to cover because we've got uh, this one. And then on Wednesday they're playing um, Chicago City, okay. I believe. Ooh. Hold on. How many Chicago teams are in this league? Again? There's so many. Two. Well, it there's feels two like in there's w more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the, the, uh, the we've got we've RKC got... is not that far either from Chicago. No, Racine. Yeah, Racine Kenosha is like an an hour north of Chicago, exactly. and then you've got Milwaukee too, like yep. another hour. Um, yeah, so Chicago Dutch Lions on Wednesday, and then they play the other Chicago Chicago City. Um, away on Sunday, so there you go. Good there you go. All right, let's uh, let's I mean, move over to the Crows. Yeah, uh, I was going to do quick. They got their first win. They played the again from Wisconsin over there in Milwaukee, the Bavarians, and one nils the full is the uh, final, which is great. They needed some points to kind of get themselves moving in that division. So congrats to get their first win. That's all I got. That's great. Um, I wonder what Coach did um, to celebrate. You know. I wonder if he sang I'm him a sure song. I'm sure he had a. <laughs> I'm sure there was there was some uh, impromptu karaoke uh, at Palmer's afterwards. Oh my gosh! Yes, I totally forgot that was what they were good. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the that's the thing. I mean, they don't have karaoke there, but I think Carl brings his own karaoke anywhere he goes. So <laughs> really, that's what's awesome. Whatever, whatever <laughs> punk band is playing, he's like, "Hey guys, this <laughs> is what we're doing." <laughs> that's exactly. that was not even close to a geordie accent that's that's what i got (laughs) all right should we take a break and do some internationals sure all right take a break Hi, this is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be to me because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota football show. Well, 
back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. It is International News and also our favorite segment that we need to have some sort of jingle for. I, <laughs> me, and, me, and, me and Bridget were talking about um, having like a typewriter jingle every time. So we go... This week in warning for anyone who like doesn't have the energy to hear about it this week. This is your cue to turn off. Set speed at 2.5. <laughs> so beat it to plus five. Right. Oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> like we were thinking about it, I was like, I should just get something off the internet and we'll just put it right in there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, well, let's kick it off with Liga Miakis. So, felicitaciones a Tigres. They win the uh, the Clausura. Um, they played Chivas, I think it was. And man, Chivas turned out. I remember I was looking at some of these videos. Like, I think they had like more than half of the supporters in the stand and like everybody was there, but nope. Tigres pull it off. Good for them. Shortly after this match happened, um, it was the, okay. It happened on a Saturday on Sunday. My son and I went on a very long 20 something mile bike ride. And throughout the, the excursion, I ran into not one, but two people uh, sporting their, their Tigres pride on the, diff- on the different <laughs> bike trails. So everybody was feeling it. Nice. Um, let's go to U20 World Cup. I'm going to breeze through some of this just because a lot was happening last week. But we're already into the knockouts, deep into them. We're actually in the quarters, right, quarterfinals right now. Um, the big surprises here initially in the round of 16 were obviously Uzbekistan uh, having their, their football federation never having made it this far ever in the history of its existence. So congratulations to them to get through. Israel, they'll come back as well also making some history and going deep and far. And then there's been some big surprises. Slovakia is another one. Um, it's cool to see a bunch of new, oh, and Gambia, obviously. The Gambia, again, new names to get in there and, and have some more interest and in, not just like the regular flavors of everybody, kind of the winners that you would expect. That's, that's a, a taste of things to come here. Um, US cruised 4-0 over New Zealand and Two, two of our, our newbies, Uzbekistan and Israel, are actually lined up together, and Israel won that one 1-0, so they are through. Um, jumping to Wednesday, Brazil smokes Tunisia 4-1. Colombia 5-1 over Slovakia, so that one's out as well. Our, the big, uh, We'll do England and Italy. Italy wins that one 2-1, and the big surprise, the hosts, Argentina, they will not be repeat champions this year of both the World Cup, Men's World Cup, and the U-20 Men's World Cup. Nigeria Take them down decisively 2-0. Hosts out. There you go. Uh, Argentina, and, yeah. in, in World Cup competitions, Argentina has a really interesting history with Nigeria. Uh, just the overall um, just mm-hmm. games that they play and the results that they get. But I'm not surprised, to be honest, though. You know, a lot of people don't, don't, don't really put too much focus on the African teams, and they should because they yeah, absolutely should. Yep, yep, they look good. Um, during the well, actually, this was all online garbage. Here's your this week in racism, listeners. Robert uh, Chihenan, Chihenan, they just call him. Uh, he is racially abused and attacked on social media, not by um, Tunisian fans, but just by general Argentines. Just a whole bunch of unfortunate monkey emojis and terrible comments and things like that, and. He had the wherewithal to screenshot things before people deleted their comments and kind of blasted that out. Um, 
so yeah, we once again send our solidarity and who knows if anything will come from this. It wasn't nearly to the level of, of Vinny Jr. Like I talked about last week, but just to show the, I don't know, the consistency and how this crap still continues to happen, uh, that happened. So let's go to, do you want to fit this thing in your tournament thing now, or do you want to wait whether we go until we're done with uh, World Cup here? Um, no, it, it follows uh, this week of racism, so let's just go give it a shot. Is that cool? With you? Yes, please. All right. <clears throat> so there's this TST tournament going on. It's like a 7v7 um, tournament um, that's happening in North Carolina. Uh, and it's it's really interesting because some like some of the people who are either playing or managing teams are like well known soccer related people. So like uh, there's a the you know there's a Jimmy Conrad I think has a team or playing either one of those things is is it, so there's like a the seven v seven tournament. The prize money is a million dollars, right? Uh, and there's a team called West Ham. Um, FC so West Ham United and also the Wrexham had a had a had a game in this had a team in this as well too so um West Ham United FC walked off the field during a match in the soccer tournament on Thursday alleging a Dallas United player used racial slurs after an investigation into the incident the organization of the inaugural 7 on 7 million dollar tournament announced the withdrawals of Dallas United from the event um, the allegation was made by former pro Anton Ferdinand, who is one of several former West Ham players that made a trip to the United States to represent the club. Uh, it's unclear which player on Dallas United uh, used a racial slur, uh, but uh, Dallas actually was working with uh, the league, uh, the league people, and they, you know, after conducting the investigation. Um, they concluded that uh, Dallas United violated TST's code of conduct. And the statement from TST said, we have been in dialogue with leadership for both clubs and we are all aligned that the best path forward is Dallas United withdraw from competition. All parties involved are unified and wanting to make a statement against racial insensitivity. We seek to run an event that is not only fiercely high stakes for all competitors, but also one which all competitors feel safe and protected. Right? And this is only like within like 24 hours, right? So like, it can happen. <laughs> yeah. So to be clear, the team is booted. Literally, withdraw, booted, whatever you want to say. That's me. Gone. Yeah. That's so, the way it should be. Yeah, I mean that's literally the way it should be, right? Instead of like you know, I don't know, La Liga, <laughs> and Vinny Junior, you know, two yep. years of racial abuse. The fact yep. that he can make a video out of the whole thing, right? I mean, I so I swear, Vinny had that video just already pre-made and it was like he's, all right here we go he's a smart guy he's a, he's a smart guy young so man. so all other leagues and and i, and I want to know this too because you, the brazilian league was also implementing these new uh anti-racism um laws into their game so this is good to be able to see that you know even in a, in a tournament that you know is not really like a professional tournament in a sense but it's a tournament and where like you know there's professional former players in it and that you can hold people accountable and i think yep. that was what i wanted to do that yeah yeah thank you that's like we talked about it before we came back but the bar is so low that when something like this actually does happen it's like oh see there it is it can happen all right back to uh u20 world cup uh our 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 cinderella story gambia they play uruguay and go down uh, uruguay wins one nil 
Ecuador and South Korea play lots of goals, but it is South Korea that win 3-2. So that sets up the quarterfinals with the U.S. and Uruguay, Israel and Brazil, Colombia and Italy, South Korea and Nigeria. And we've moved a little bit into that as of yesterday. Uh, Colombia and Italy played uh, Italy 3-1, pretty decisive. And then the big surprise that went down to the wire uh, is Israel 3, Brazil 2. I will say it again, Israel 3, Brazil 2. It's a 108-minute goal. Basically, the ref has his whistle in his mouth ready to blow for penalties, and Israel sneaks one in to win 3-2. So, again, another one of the big boys gone, which is cool because it ends up making things a little more interesting and getting a lot of these uh, other teams in and getting them in deeper. And the U.S., plays later today they've got uruguay um so get ready for lots of elbow checks and knees to the crotch i can't I wait to, can, it's, yeah. it's going to be what is it going to be which van dan movie is it is it Bloodsport or uh what was the other one is Bloodsport and oh there's so many um uh kickboxer the kickboxer uh, yeah it's either one of those two <laughs> and then South Korea and Nigeria, which that should be a really interesting one too. Are, are all these on, on on the FOX channel? I think the US match because Uruguay is in it as well. I think Telemundo's actually got that one. Oh, wow. Um I can't tell you about the Korea and Nigeria one. I'm not sure. Okay. But I mean, there's not a lot of Coma Bowl left here. You know what I'm saying? If 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 US beats Uruguay, I mean we got CONCACAF. Uh Israel is interesting and kind of weird i think they're with uefa um italy is through so there's another uefa and then you either got an asian or african confederation one of the two so it's 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 wide open which is fun going into the semifinals and that's what you want it is and exactly what you want speaking of the of uh world tournaments and u20s um there's some really interesting news happening in the women's concacaf tournament um so the Canadian women lose a heartbreaker to Mexico in CONCACAF U20 semifinals. Um, like, literally, Ali Soto scored in the 92nd minute to send Mexico to the next year's FIFA U- U20 World Cup with a 2-1 comeback win over Canada in a semifinal. Um, so then it means that the U.S. and... Um, the U.S. and Mexico play in a final. So the first, the top three teams get a bid into the World Cup. So Canada has to play Costa Rica, and that would be um, what the lineups would be. So then they actually play today. So um, Canada plays Costa Rica in the third place game, and Mexico plays the United States today at two. Um, That should be fun to watch because, you know, uh, it reminds you a little bit of just how, like, the Liga IMX has been a big influence into the national and the fact that they were able to defeat Mexico. I mean, Mexico was able to defeat Canada um, is, is a big deal. So I think that's that's one of those things that we just kind of need to figure out. So it should be interesting. Absolutely. You know, with Women's World Cup coming up, um, I'm, I'm excited to be able to see some of these U20 te- teams. Yep, yep. Uh, we'll have Champions League uh, update for the final next week. But for this week, it is Europa League final. This game was one of those matches that it felt like it went forever. Uh, my my parents were in and we watched a little bit. Then we had kid pickup and dinner prep and a whole bunch of things. And we turned the match back on. It felt like two and a half hours. I think two and a half hours did go by and it was still going. <laughs> went all the way to penalties. 
Um, both goals, in fact, scored by Roma, including an own goal. Uh, so 1-1 was the final going into all the stoppage times. Eventually goes to penalties. Uh, Roma have some difficulties. Uh, Sevilla pretty much dominate it quickly. It's a 4-1 on the PKs. So Sevilla are your Europa League finals, but that is not the story because, of course, if Jose Mourinho is present in any way, shape, or form, that uh, egomaniacal individual will always grab that spotlight and put it squarely on his face. So as he's leaving the match in the uh, bus dock parking area, he finds the ref and screams at the ref, dropping multiple F-bombs about the PKs and basically the ref, you know, not doing what he thought. Just Mourinho being Mourinho, if you can imagine. Uh, I put a couple of them up on, on Instagram. It was exactly what you would expect from Jose Mourinho. Good stuff. But congratulations to Sevilla there. None of you are surprised that Jose Mourinho would chase a ref into the bus stop and scream at Bob Well, no, Jose right? Mourinho is actually getting fined uh, by UEFA. I mean, that's probably pocket change for him. But I yeah. don't know. I mean, like, but that, that's a, the, the thing about this is just, it's horrible because if the, if the coach displays this kind of anger towards the referee, then leads to the scenes that happen at the airport as he's trying to... He's trying his family and uh, I don't know if you've seen the video, but his family is trying to board the plane, like go into the gate. And there's players in, from Roma, fans from Roma, like literally starting a fist fight trying to oh, get at him. That I did not see. No, yeah, that and was so, like that was a mess. Yeah, that was a mess. And like you can totally see, like, in whether it's his wife or uh, another adult, like people were scared. Like Yikes. he's trying to, and like. There's one point where like someone sucker punches somebody who's yelling at someone with their phone. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I was mm. like, as much as entertainment it is to see coaches do that. And, you know, um, Klopp is, is famous for that as well, too. Like it sets, it, it just instigates for other people who can do that. Now, I don't understand why UEFA after, you know, or people from the from Europa League or, or the Cup didn't think that, hey, maybe we should make the referee go in a secret way mm. instead of making his whole family go through like check with like there's like literally it's it's just it was horrible. It's like a TMZ show all over. I'll 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 send out the video on the uh, I'll put it on the stuff. But yeah, it was it was yeah, bad. And so I was like, scary. it's scary. And that's the thing that you know that kind of like weirds it out on the same thing. But um, but yeah. Let's go on to, what is it, CCL? CCL. Uh, first leg already happened. Leon hosted. Uh, they, won, they won it 2-1. Uh, Buanga got, a, again, a last-minute goal, 96-something minute to at least get an away goal in there. Uh, today, they play in L.A., so it'll be a 2-1 a start. We'll see how things go. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious, uh, co-host, do you think uh, LAFC can turn this thing around, win it? If it's the if it's the Leon that showed up over there, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Bridget, because Leon was just totally clean them. Yeah, I yeah, it's gonna be close. Uh, they've they've surprised us before, though. I wouldn't be wouldn't be shocked if they managed to turn it around on this one. Right on. Well, stay tuned. We'll we'll know shortly, and we'll talk about it next time. Uh, let's get to the good news. This includes the. Sold out women's champion league of uh, 
was 50, 60,000, something like that, whatever the, the final number was. Um, it's Barcelona three, Wolfsburg two, uh, some spectacular goals from both teams, in fact. Uh, it's just that Barcelona team, you know, Rodrigo and I have been talking about, they're, they're so much fun to watch. They've, they've kind of channeled that, that old Pep Guardiola Barcelona energy and, and funneled it into these amazingly talented women players. And they're, they're, just, they're just fun to watch. They're a joy to watch. Um, any, any comments there, Rodrigo? What did you see? Or I'm just really happy that Barcelona won after, was it five out of seven <laughs> tries? Mm-hmm. They were able to finally put one away. And it was, it, was a, it was a great win. So I was really happy. Um, I know we were talking about that here at the house. Uh, and so it was just, it was great to see. Well, we didn't get to watch the game, but it was great to hear that they, they were able to do it because they, they the times that I've seen them play, like I remember seeing them play when they started and they looked like crap. Yeah. And then the way they progressed and gotten so much better over the years and the recruiting and signing people, it's just yep. so much fun to watch them play. Yep. Like you say, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's in a sense is like, you know, it's like sort of like Aurora type. A, you know, you're like, yeah, they're, they're doing everything they need to be doing and you, and you can't stop cheering for them. And congratulations for Wolfsburg making it to a final. Oh yeah, they are so good. Like that team is, man, that team is solid. Yeah. So like, uh, I, I, it just makes me more excited about you know this format. Um, but it also uh, want to know what that's going to be like in the United States. What's it going to lead to in WSL adding more teams? I'm just you know I'm I'm thinking of the future as how like we can we can contribute here uh, and do a tournament in the in the, in the same sub base, but. You know, when you invest in your women's team, great things happen. It's true. It's true. I mentioned that last week with the the Brazilian uh, CBF president, Rodriguez. Like, he's making all these pretty close to revolutionary moves that I've never seen before in the history of CBF. And the fact that he's, he's so dedicated to the Women's World Cup, the Seleção Feminina, and then not just that, but all of the women's teams and growing the league because he's like, we need to push it here because then the rest of Comebol will follow. And he's like, yeah, that's, we've been yelling that for a number of years. It's nice just for somebody to actually respond to it and be like, you know, say the thing that Great we've been idea. talking about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That would explain like, our uptick on, uh, I'm listening from the episodes of three years ago when we were talking about, yeah. Today. <laughs> Yeah, that's where it came from. So we should get some sort of credit for that. I oh, think. yeah. So we we did it. <laughs> we did it. That's right. Tell us. We Tell did us. It. Uh, amazing. Uh, the other great one I have is uh, Sao Paulo Football Club, SPFC. Uh, Bolsonaro, for whatever reason, just, again, the the narcissism and the egomania. He, he just thinks he can show up and be himself, and that won't be an issue, which is, of course – the complete opposite of what happened. He, he just thought he'd, he'd casually go to a, a Sao Paulo match and nothing would happen. He, he is booed, cursed, uh, physically harassed, and run out of the stadium, which is, again, exactly what should happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think he lasted a solid, like, 10 minutes once, once people realized, wait a minute, is that? Yep, sure is. Well, we're not having this. <laughs> so you love to see it. Well done, Sao Paulo supporters. That's all I got. That's a great way to end. Yep. Yeah. Hope he goes to jail. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oof, that's a whole other topic. That's that's a, that runs very parallel to the one in the U.S. as well. Yeah. Uh, yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyway, I mean, when you nice when to... you travel with an illegal passport, you know. Eh. Yeah. Um. What do you, you guys might have already discussed it, but you got any plans for the? Uh, well, Bridget's traveling. I know that. Rodrigo, what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to see if I can head out and watch. She's uh, she has a she's in a tournament, so she's over in um, Maplewood. So okay, I'm gonna see if I can go. But I also I also got a clog sink, so I gotta figure that out as well too. So that's real, man. That's uh, that's Popeye duty right there. I know. I hate it though. Cause <laughs> I can never get it right. You know. Yep, I've been there. All right. All right. Well. Thank you both. It's lovely to, lovely to see you both. <clears throat> Excuse me. Listeners, thank you for sticking around as well. Uh, Minnesota Football Show, uh, every time. Patreon.com backslash MN Football Show. That is the place to support this thing. And uh, <laughs> Bridget laughs because it's so consistent. Like, I, I think maybe I've got it right once. In and yet, years. I mean, and I know oh, that I'm not going to get it right, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. We will uh, see you all next week with some champions and more loons aurora all that good stuff bridget will have some updates yeah enjoy the weather hopefully it's not so sticky out there <laughs> oh it will ciao, be ciao. <laughs> yeah bye bye bye